This podcast features adults drinking beer and using adult language. You've been warned. the Tashi Station Brewhouse, where we combine the three best things in the universe, Star Wars, sports, and beer. What's not to love? Uh, hey, uh, Cakes, we're back. Hey. Yes, uh, we are. It's September, man. It, it is September, which means we are near pumpkin beer time. I know. God. I am very excited. Damn, I love pumpkin beer time. Um, uh, quick reminder, uh, this is a podcast about beer. We're going to cuss, uh, because why are children listening to this? Uh, and, uh, before we go too much further, uh, we have a guest on this week. Uh, hey, we have Alex from Star Wars Explained. Hey, Alex. Hey, guys. How's it going? It is Good. going. Thanks for coming on, Alex. Yeah, thanks uh, for coming on. I, I, I know I we threw... was excited to come on. <laughs> I, I, I know we <laughs> threw this out. Do you out. like one, one to three of those things that we talk about? <laughs> uh... I'm definitely into two of them. <laughs> and then Star Wars takes a far back seat. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I, I, I know we threw out an invitation very last minute, but uh, Alex, thank you so much for coming on this week. Oh, yeah, no problem. I, I had my character and everything like in the chamber. Before you <laughs> me. I was like, whenever I do this podcast, I'll be ready for it. Oh, my God. That means so much. And also it's scary. That people listen to this and want to do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know how to feel about that yet. I'm, I'm both happy and terrified. Instead of feeling, let's uh, talk about what we've been drinking lately. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Keith, do you want to start with what you've been, uh, you've been enjoying lately? Oh, sure. Um, so it is September in the Pacific Northwest, which means it's fresh hop season. Yeah. Um, Super exciting. Uh, people are just kind of finishing up brewing all of their fresh hoppy goodness. Um, and today I'm trying uh, something new from Gigantic Brewing, um, which I don't know if I've had on this podcast before. I probably mentioned it. Um, they're a great little micro in uh, southeast Portland. Um, but this is the either the second or third Star Wars themed beer that they've done. Um, yeah, they're, they're, so they're getting in on our territory called, uh, here. Sod Busted uh, 6 Return of the Simcoe Fresh Hop Pale. <laughs> And uh, it's got a little Yoda quote on it, and it's got uh, some like fucked up looking Ewok on it that they drew. <laughs> it's got some like really cool art. So um, I will be sure. I think um, if if Book Wars Pod was so kind, I think Chris may have uh, cross posted uh, a picture of this for us. So I'll make sure I uh, put that on the Instagram. Um, but it's a. Uh, it's one so they do all pretty much small batch beers other than they have kind of five or so beers that they um do year round but so this is number 72 um of kind of like their limited release stuff um and it is delicious uh it's Simcoe hops um and again it's from uh it they call it sodbuster because it's from sodbuster farms 
So, um, yeah, I mean, fresh hop, fresh hop season. It's it was a pretty typical summer here in Portland. Um, it was warm and it was dry, which means it was good for growing hops. So uh, they are they are dank, they are flavorful, and I have been uh, drinking a lot of, of fresh hop beer. Simcoe, by the way, is one of the staple hops available to us in the Pico Brew uh, <laughs> Crafter. So uh, if we want to go to that later, we can. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Uh, um, the other thing I have on reserve here is uh, it's actually another gigantic, um, but it's one of my favorites. It's just a juicy IPA. It's called the Endless Juicy IPA, um, and that's beer number seventy. So, um, another just really really good juicy, but uh, yeah, gigantic. Um, they don't really. I think they distribute a little bit in Japan, and then here, and then that's it. <laughs> so um it's kind of hard to get uh any of the specialties anywhere outside of the pacific northwest but um they you know if anybody ever makes it into portland or up to the pacific northwest they are definitely worth trying out they're they make big ipas so Ooh, I but am, they do it really really well i am definitely jotting that down for my, ne- my next trip back home yeah yeah their double ipa is just called the ginormous ipa <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty good but uh, How about you, Brian? What do you, what have you been drinking? Uh, you know, we have Epcot's uh, Walt Disney World uh, every year around the fall. They have Epcot's International Food and Wine Festival. Uh, and what flies under the radar are the number of beers they have that we can try out here. Um, so I've had a lot of things uh, that I've been sampling from out here. Uh, one of them is the Moosehead Grapefruit Rattler. Uh, it, it's very much a Hefeweizen, uh, but it's got a very grapefruit kick to it, which I am, I really enjoy. I wish I could find it, uh, bottled out here locally, uh, because it is a super refreshing, just, uh, perfect blend of sweet and hoppy, uh, beer. So that's a good one. Um, other one is the St. Bernardus ABT 12. They serve that one over at the Belgium booth over at Food and Wine. Uh, it's a, uh. It is a kick-you-in-the-teeth quadruple, and Yum. it is, oh my god, <laughs> it is so good, uh, and that's another one I wish I could find bottled locally, um, but uh, yeah, very good as well. Um, one of the more interesting ones I've tried is the Central 28 Waff Ale, and if you've ever wondered what waffles would taste like in beer form, they have the answer for you. I don't know if it's one I'd necessarily go back to, but it <laughs> sure is interesting. Yeah, um, that's awesome. And uh, something I discovered recently, which makes me oh so happy, is uh, our local Publix by us uh, stocks Victory Brewery's uh, Golden Monkey Triple, uh, which is, I mean, if you've had a triple before, this is very much a, it's what you expect from a triple. Uh, it's strong. It's got uh, it's got some real herbal notes, and it's really good. And that might be my new go to from uh, from Publix. That's a really scary go to. Um, so Victory is in uh, Pennsylvania. It's a, a PA brewery. So I uh, when I first started getting into the craft beer scene, I drank a lot of Victory beers um, and Golden Monkey's one that you can pretty readily find in the, the tri-state area. And uh, man, you don't know Golden Monkey is nine and a half percent until you accidentally uh-huh. drink three of them. 
Yeah, that that Those is are the best a... kinds of beers. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't it taste is, like a nine and so a half good, either. Oh, it's one of my favorites as well, Brian. So it was. I was so glad to see you tweet about it and, <laughs> and put it on here to talk about today because Victory makes some really really great beer. I mean, it, it's it's really tasty and it doesn't taste like it's a nine and a half beer, which is why <laughs> it's so damn dangerous. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I had no idea. I tried that beer for the first time, and again, I had three of them, and I was like, I can't do anything right now. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, so they're they're in Downington, PA, which is I don't know my pe- my Pennsylvania's ge- geography isn't what it used to be, but it's like forty five minutes to an hour outside of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's a little local there for me, outside of uh, you know, southern New Jersey. But what <laughs> what about you, Alex? What have you been drinking? Uh, I usually try to drink local beer. Uh, right now I've got uh, an IPA called A Night on Ponce, uh from Three Taverns. Uh, that's one of our go-tos. I am a real big fan of Monday Night Brewing. They are another local uh, brewery here. They have probably my favorite beer called uh, Drafty Kilt, which is like a scotch ale. And it's one of those that is it's so delicious. And then you forget how strong it is. And then you're in trouble. Uh, Off those scotch ales is dangerous. Hmm. Those scotch ales are super dangerous. Yeah. They have like a handful of they have a handful of varieties of it, too. Sorry, I'm echoing a little bit in my headset. It threw me off. Uh, And then this past weekend, we went over to like an Oktoberfest celebration at one of our favorite bars. And they had they were giving out liters of Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest. And I tried that and it was really good. (laughs) that's another one that's uh it's pretty big you're uh you're down in georgia right alex yes yeah a lot a lot of uh good beer scene like really coming up in the atlanta area yeah we have a ton of breweries and a lot of good ones i think that's awesome some of them are dipping a little too heavy into sours i'm not a big sour person Mm -hmm. i'm trying to enjoy them more but a lot of them are just going like head first into sours. <laughs> Interesting. That's a it, it is definitely like a trendier beer right now or trendier style. Um, but man, it's not easy. So I hope those people know what they're getting themselves into. Yeah, like I'm, I'm afraid it's just going to phase itself out. <laughs> but uh, Brian, you mentioned Rattlers and I actually I don't think I'd had Rattlers until recently, but I really like those. Just half juice beers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, they're shandies and Rattlers. I mean, they're they're fun. Um, yeah. they, they might not be my ultimate go to beer, but uh, if you find a good one, they're really enjoyable. Yeah, they're good for like barbecues and stuff if you're going to be out in the sun. Yeah, which, well, you know, I'm out here in central Florida <laughs> is mm-hmm. all the time. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, good stuff I love, there. I love the I love the Rattlers for the summer. It, it's always the best choice that I can possibly make for myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, out here at uh, Food and Wine Festival at Epcot, it, it's ostensibly a fall festival, but uh, I mean, <laughs> we're we're pushing the upper eighties and low nineties through the middle of November, <laughs> so Rattlers work here. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, I, I got to go to, uh, we did, um, we have a little, uh, Oktoberfest that goes on as well, close to, uh, um, around the corner from our apartment. So I got to do that on Friday as well. So it's very, very lit. <laughs> Ooh, very nice. <laughs> all right. So yeah, we're, we're all enjoying beers. Beer is great. 
beer. Shall shall we uh, shall we talk a little sports? Yeah, I'll do my best. Go, you go first. I'm like it's <laughs> it, this was the most depressing sports weekend Oregon has had in a long time. So I'm I'm having a rough time. I, I, I I'll I'll give you a pick me up partway through my sports recap of the last okay. month. Uh so yeah, uh the Mariners flamed out of the playoff hunt for the seventeenth straight year. Surprise, surprise. Uh and the Seahawks mostly suck because, well, why would we ever draft good players? Why would Plus we ever just like a total turnover of players in like the last two to three years? Yeah, it's like wh- none of the same players. Total turnover of players. And I believe this team is fundamentally incapable of drafting an offensive line to save their <laughs> lives. So, yeah, Russell Wilson, poor guy. It's like three steps back insta sack. Thanks, Pete. Uh, on the plus side, the Sounders are now better uh they're they're above the playoff red line uh so it's a good thing that soccer is my favorite sport because i'm uh i'm getting something of value out of there uh and and then um then the uh seattle rain lost the thorns in the playoffs a couple weeks ago uh congrats on that cakes thank you so yeah, you, you get uh, you get all bragging. I have. It's all I have right now. <laughs> yeah, you you uh you get bragging rights the uh, this year. Yeah, yeah. So uh, in in case any of our listeners don't know, and by any I mean probably all of them, because who follows women's soccer besides me? But um, and like the rest of Portland and some of the Pacific Northwest. But uh, we Portland actually got to host the championship this year and Portland made it to the championship this year. So we were very excited. And then we proceeded to get crushed by North Carolina 3-0. So that was my weekend. (laughs) That's, ooh. Yeah, that's a, that's a painful scoreline. Yeah, I can't say I'm, I can't say I'm too surprised by it, but, uh, yeah, it it could have been better. We were really hoping it was going to be a good thing, and it, it was not. Did, did you at least in, get to enjoy some good beer while watching that? Oh yeah, I mean we're we're very fortunate to have good beer at the uh, at the stadium. So um, I think I had a couple ciders, but uh, we mostly drank at uh, Kells Brew Pub afterwards. So we had some um, nice little craft uh, Irish beers. So that was. Uh, that was nice. We we danced around and got drunk because we were all sad. So <laughs> this, is, this is something I miss about attending sporting events in the Pacific Northwest because <laughs> if, when I le- left either Safeco Field or CenturyLink uh, Stadium, I could go to like Pyramid or Elysian uh, nearby and grab beer and some food afterwards. I can't do that here anymore, and it kind of sucks. Yeah, good good beer after sporting events is great. Absolutely. Uh Alex, we're probably throwing you to the we might be throwing you the wolves a little bit here, but uh any any sporting stuff for you? I hear the Braves are doing well. The, they I are. <laughs> okay, hang on. I'm looking I'm, I'm up like the, the NL worst Central kind of fan. Like once we're in playoffs or like playing in the Super Bowl or something, like then I'll be all in and excited about it, but I just do not follow it during the season i'll i enjoy going to games and stuff but it's just nothing that i i I can't keep up with it holy crap the braves are the first place to the nl east yes (laughs) wow and the falcons are 
doing unfortunately so far basically and well, that sounds right yeah <laughs> yeah that, um, well, yeah they got beat by the saints in overtime they got beat by the eagles they got spanked by the dolphins and they beat the panthers so yeah, you know last, uh, we'll last night's see game what through the uh, falcons was uh as far as the nfl is concerned but <laughs> the braves are probably going to do really well in the playoffs yeah, <laughs> they've crossed. got they've got a nine and a half game and i know lead people are always NL excited East. about uh hmm. atlanta united I still have yet to go to a soccer game, which I, Brian, I also love soccer. It's just I don't follow it, and I need to just go to a game uh, and have uh, fun. Oh. So as yeah, a go to a game, dude. It, I've I've heard I've heard many re- very good things about uh, your soccer team down there. So uh, yeah, yeah everyone mean, loves it here. As as a Sounders oh, fan, nowhere. <laughs> as a Sounders fan, I'm obligated to say fuck Atlanta United, but <laughs> damn, it's a good product they're putting out there. You really got to go <laughs> see them. <laughs> yeah yeah you guys you guys took one of portland's best players too so you know it's a whole thing oh uh i can't claim grab? responsibility for that um <laughs> who it's did... fine at least go enjoy it it's good soccer <laughs> oh who did they grab from portland it was uh they got nagby <laughs> oh damn that's right they got darling nagby <laughs> ouch <laughs> brutal from from what I can tell, they look like they're having a great time in the warm weather, though. So, pa- power to him. He, he's a he's a very kind wife that I've met before, and like two small kids. So I Aww. think they're they're really enjoying the nice weather, <laughs> the opposite of the Pacific Northwest, basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, indeed, man. Uh, one one of these days, I'm actually gonna go and attend uh, one of those Atlanta Orlando rivalry matches just as a neutral. Just to see what it's like. Do it and go go see uh go see the Orlando women's team as well. I mean, you guys have Alex Morgan and ah, we, Marta. We do, yeah. Folks. <laughs> Alex Morgan and Marta. That's like the uh, that's like an a dream team of about five years ago. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, but, um, I think we may have exhausted Alex's. Uh, sports but thank you we appreciate you <laughs> allowing us to talk about how sad we are oh it's okay <laughs> we're, we're everyone from, needs an outlet yeah we're, we're from the northwest um, so all we know Ryan, is you misery take us through a, a little pico talk let's do a little pico talk yes um so uh what we do here listeners if you haven't listened to the show before is we create a beer about a star wars character thing event or what have you um and we use uh pico brews uh pico c system as well as their pico brew um freestyle crafter to make this beer so what we're gonna do now is uh alex we're gonna turn this over to you and we're gonna let you decide what is our baseline gonna be here what are we theming this beer about uh well Nancy guessed correctly without hesitation. We're going to go big Stark Lighter. I am stunned. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to throw uh, something here into the Skype chat. And uh, what this is, if I can pull this up, uh, this is the Pico Brew Freestyle Crafter in which we will select a base recipe that we're going to use to craft a Bigs beer here for you. 
Uh, so we have uh, we have several options here. Again, we've got the Imperial Stout, the American IPA, the American Pale Ale, an American Porter, an American Amber, an American Lager, um, a Saison, a Weiss beer, a California Common, and a Hazy. Uh, so we can kind of talk here. What kind of a beer would sort of be the base Biggs recipe for you? Uh, well... For the pun, I was thinking we'd call it Big's Dark Lager, but I don't know. Part of me feels like he'd be a, a, a stout. Ooh. The, the, was, the dark was, color fits yeah. well. Yeah. I was thinking stout, too, not to sway you, but that's that's what first came to mind when you said it. I mean, I, th- I think we can still make the pun work because it's still a dark beer. But, well, no, it's not a lager, so. <laughs> I, I, I mean, we, we can probably shape this right to, if you turn your head and squint, we can call it a dark lager. Sure. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so we're going to go within a uh, an Imperial Stout. That still kind of works, because, you know, he was Imperial, and then he defected, so. Yeah, exactly. Um, and in the show notes I shared with you, um, there is a link to uh, an ingredients and descriptions sheet, which uh, this has the breakdown of um, the uh, grains used and the hops used. Uh, in uh, Pico Brew's um, in Pico Brew's system here, uh, so it, if you pull up the Imperial Stout in the Freestyle Crafter, uh, you'll see that um, it uses a lot of Imperial Two Row Ale, Crystal One Twenty L, uh, roasted barley, and chocolate malt. That's a very that that's a very traditionally stout grain setup, um, and it, this is also a very strong beer. But we can modify this to our heart's content. Yeah, I gotta ask Alex. Do you uh, do you like big chocolatey stouts? Um, I do like stouts. Uh, chocolatey, it, it, to a degree. Not mm-hmm. not too chocolatey, but I can handle a little. Yeah, I'm 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 with you there. I'm more like coffee and like fruity. Yeah. yeah. Rather than chocolatey. Anytime it gets too chocolatey, I'm like this tastes like chocolate milk. Yes. <laughs> so it sounds like you both are a little more on the roasted barley side of a stout than actually, you are on the chocolate yeah, side. Roasted sounds good because he did explode. <laughs> oh. 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 Oh, okay. Ouch. So do we want maybe want to start by dialing down the amount of chocolate that's in this, going from six ounces to uh, maybe five or four ounces? I think four sounds good. Okay. Yeah, so uh, we'll definitely get more of the roasted roasted coffee side of this and a little less on the chocolate side. Um so this is definitely a very dark beer, and uh, I'll, I'll remind uh, the listeners uh, sort of the numbers we're looking at here. ABV is obviously the how alcoholic this is. IBU is international bittering units, uh, how bitter it is, and SRM is how dark the beer is. So uh, right now where we're at is a 7.6% ABV beer. Uh, it's 65 on the IBU, so it's a pretty bitter beer. And 77 on the SRM, which means this is a very, very, very dark beer. <laughs> so, um, uh, do, do we want to adjust these base numbers at all here? 
I am going to trust you. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was great feedback about the chocolate. Um, <laughs> I think, uh, if anything, we could probably... Uh, I'm not sure what the... Um, what the other numbers are at right now, but I think we could probably try to get the, the bitterness down just a little, just a touch. Um, but otherwise I think it's probably pretty good. Okay. So I like that it's dark. Yeah. So we're, we're definitely (laughs) there on the ABV. I mean, this is a stat. We want it to be a little stronger. Um, and the SRM 77 is right where you want a stout to be on the, uh, SRM scale. Um, as far as the bitterness, uh, we'll probably address that over on the next section. We'll, uh, head over here and take care of that in the hops. Uh, so this is a very bitter beer from here. So there's 1.2 ounces of Summit being used to bitter up this beer. And, um, you know, Keeks, I think I'm with you, um, 70 or, uh, 65, uh, for IBUs on a stout seems a little bitter to me. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So uh, we probably want to pull this, dial this back a bit here. Um, if we were, to, if we were to go for a target on this, um, what what do you think we should go for? And while we're doing that, I'm I'm gonna pull up, <laughs> I'm gonna pull up the uh, beer advocate for a Guinness, which is just kind of the bog standard stout everyone thinks of yeah this is more of like an imperial stout so i think um we're we're very uh i think we're very free to go uh up on the bitterness especially i i had it's so funny living in the pacific northwest um you actually don't find guinness on tap a lot here whereas like being from you know when i lived in new england in the mid-atlantic it's like guinness was on tap everywhere um but i had a guinness this weekend i went to a sports bar that happened to have it and i always like to get it but i always forget it's like less than five percent alcohol by volume and it just like it goes down like smooth smooth as like a a a pbr like it's yeah it's just really really mild i mean it's delicious it's it's really roasty but it's such an easy drinking beer and you forget that because of how dark the color is yeah i mean guinness is meant to be the super sessionable beer despite the fact that it's a beer that sits super heavy with you yeah um, so, uh, I, I just found it. Guinness sits at a four, sits at 40 on the, uh, IBU scale. Uh, whereas, uh, we'll look at, we'll look at some, uh, other beers here. Uh, Lagunitas IPA, that's at a 50. A Dogfish Head 90, that's at a 90. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dogfish Head, or, uh, uh, Stone Smoke Porter, that's a 53. Newcastle Brown, that's a 24. So that's kind of a uh, that's kind of the bitterness scale we can work with here. Yeah, I'm thinking probably between 50 and 60. Gotcha. Yeah, that sounds good. Not, okay. not too bitter. Yeah. So I've got I've where I've got it set up now is uh, we're using one ounce of Summit that's got us at 55. Uh, we can pull a little bit of that back to get it to 50 if we want to. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, so let's pull it to 50 here. Okay. So uh, right now, the right now uh, the uh, Pico Freestyle Maker is describing this Imperial Stout as flavors of citrus, tropical fruit, and spice highlight this high ABV deep black stout that is viscous and bitter, just like Biggs. 
<laughs> okay, so uh, we're at 50 IBUs on the bittering. Um, we can go to the flavor hops now. Now, um, the way it's set up by default, it uses 0.2 ounces of Cascade as flavor. And I'll direct you all back to the ingredient sheet we have here. There's a hops tab. Um, so is there, do we want to modify, uh, the flavoring at all here? Do we want to use more cascade, less cascade, throw something else in there as a bittering or as a, sorry, as a flavor. I'm reading through these real quick. Um, yeah, go for it. Yeah. I, and I, I will say that I am a sucker for, uh, Citra and Amarillo. I don't know if that works very well for a, <laughs> uh, for a stout, those are a little bit closer to our IPA, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, cakes, we are such Northwest trash. Just I know, IPA, IPA all the it. things. Uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of Northwest trash, while uh, Alex reads through this, I, I believe I've had this before, the Endless Ju- Juicy IPA, which you may have heard me open about five Ooh, minutes ago. Yeah. But it's really good. <laughs> I mean, no, no surprise there, but... Um, it's uh so it says our one true goal in this beer using the magic that is citra and uh mandarina hops so it those are kind of i think they get their i assume they get their name for mandarin oranges um to create a juicy and citrusy hazy ipa that is endlessly delicious oh and it crap. really is it's super drinkable it's not too like insanely uh big or heavy oh, but this um, is a this is a new england hazy style juicy and delicious it's like 6.3 percent abv and uh, as usual, Gigantic put some uh, cool artwork on it. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, 6.3 sessionable as far as IPAs go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is, uh, looks like this one's a New England style hazy. Which uh, sounds great to me. <laughs> I've, I've, I've actually... Uh, I'm, I'm looking at these hops. I'm, I'm thinking maybe some Amarillo, just because it's yeah. used often as a dry hop to pale ales, and since he's from Tatooine, we need something dry. Uh, well, we can <laughs> add some Amarillo in the dry hop section after this. Um, so let's see here. So we're at 0.9 ounces on the bittering. We're using 0.2 ounces of Cascade. Uh, on the flavor and 0.3 ounces of citra on the aroma. Um, so the, the flavor profile I think is good on this one. Um, I love the idea of Amarillo, um, on the dry hops, uh, which, uh, next tab over, we'll be working on the dry hops. Uh, do we want to make any modifications to the aroma of this beer? I think I'm good. Yeah, I think it's probably pretty good. What do you think, Brian? It sounds like you had maybe an idea. Uh, So, no, I I actually like the uh, base profile on this a lot. Um, The the one thing I did want to do was, uh, like uh, like you two had said, was dial back the bitterness because uh, the base recipe on this started super bitter, which I don't think was quite what we wanted to go for here on this one. Yeah, that's uh, gonna happen. That's gonna happen on an imperial stout. Yeah, so I get it. <laughs> but uh, hey, we're crafting the whatever the heck beer we want, so we can dial back the bitter if we want to. Uh, so let's hop over to the dry hop section. So uh, next tab over is yeast. Um, Pico Brew is gonna send you a yeast packet uh, that 
just works for the beer you're creating here. Um, for the Pico C, you're going to use about half the packet. You'll throw it in after uh, it's done fermenting. Let it sit for, or uh, you'll you'll throw in half the packet after it uh, gets down to room temperature. You'll let that ferment, and then you'll throw it in the fridge to cold crash. All good there. Uh, but the next tab over, this is where we dry hop. And uh, I, I love the idea, uh, Alex, of setting a dry hop because uh, Biggs is from Tatooine. A beer like this should have a dry hop. <laughs> uh, so you were thinking Amarillo. Uh, give it a little more sweet on the uh, on the taste then. Uh, yeah, because his death was bittersweet. <laughs> Well, I'm just going to keep doing this the whole time. I, I love it. I feel like I feel like 50 IBUs mixed with like a little bit of a sweeter hop is actually going to have like a super nice finish on it. Uh, oh, I totally agree. How much Amarillo do you think we should use here? Uh, let's let's play with it and and see and see what it says. I love the descriptions because it always uh, can point us in the right direction. Yeah, so we had 0.1 ounces and we're now at a bitter, deep black stout that's chewy and strong with citrus, tropical fruit, and spice notes. If we go to 0.2 ounces, uh, we get flavors of black coffee, tropical fruit, and floral. Uh, highlight a strong, deep black stout that is very full-bodied and bitter. Um. Do we want to make this a little less bitter, perhaps, and go a little more uh, with the Amarillo to give it a little more sweet? Sure. Okay, so let's bring it up to uh, 0.3 ounces. Um, flavors of citrus, tropical fruit, and flora highlight this uh, high-strength deep black stout that is viscous and bitter. Uh, let's see, so... We could go all the way up to. We can go. We can go all the way up to 0.6 ounces, uh, which gives oh, us shit. a uh, <laughs> thick, robust stout uh, that's deep, black, bitter, uh, and features a lot more citrus, tropical fruit, and floral flavors. I would say split the difference. I don't know that we want super high citrus necessarily. So uh, maybe 0.4 stat or 0.4 ounces here on the dry hop phase. Yeah, what does that give us? Uh, very full-bodied, high-strength stout, uh, deep black bitter beer features flavors of black coffee, tropical fruit, and floral. So uh, I, I'm I'm kind of now imagining Biggs on Tatooine in a uh, <laughs> Aloha button-up shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how he attired himself when he wasn't in his cape or pilot suit. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay, so that's done with the dry hops there. Um, so yeah, that that's actually the pack. Uh, so again, we as we do with every show, uh, we'll throw this on the blog uh, tashistation.net. You can design. You can use our recipe for your own pico pack if you've got a pico C system, and uh, so. Just kind of going down what we got here again. Uh, it's American two row pale, seventy two ounces, uh, uh, six ounces of uh, Crystal one twenty L. This the uh, Crystal one twenty L is what gives us this super dark color, uh, and we've got ten ounces of roasted barley to give us that coffee flavor. Uh, four ounces of chocolate mar malt to give us a little bit of a chocolate tint, but not too much. 
uh, 0.9 ounces of Summit for uh, the bittering hops, uh, 0.2 ounces of Cascade as the flavor hops, 0.3 ounces of Citra as the uh, as the aroma hops, and um, we used uh, 0.4 ounces of uh, Amarillo to as the dry hops to give it a little more of a sweet tone. Uh, but yeah, that is our Bigs beer. But of course, now is the most important part. Alex, we need a name for this thing. All right, so we can't we can't do Bigs Dark Lager. Um, <laughs> hmm. Maybe the the Bigs Imperial Defection Stout. Oh my I love god! It. I love it. Bigs Imperial Defection Stout. Uh, that that is. Perfect. Uh, I'm I'm going to jot that down right now. Uh, Big's Imperial <laughs> Defection Stout. Uh, yeah, that is perfect. Uh, I'm going to save that here. <laughs> <laughs> that that's great. Um, yeah. So I have to confess, I'm not a big stout fan, but I'm really looking forward to this one. Yeah, I uh I go back and forth, but it's we're we're getting to the colder weather here, so I'm I'm definitely more open to stouts now than I was six weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> uh yeah, and this this the set we created here is something that uh something that I might gravitate a little more towards because it uh it brings a little more of the sweet citrusy tones that I like from the beers I normally drink and fuses them with a stout. Uh, so hopefully it makes it a little less bitter and coffee-y, uh, which I don't normally dink, dr- dig in a beer and uh, can create a nice little uh, fusion here. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, that's... I think those are kind of my favorite styles as well, Brian, but I think that's because we have very similar taste in, in big, hoppy, citrusy beers. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, again, uh, we both grew up in IPA territory, and... Yeah, we Pacific Northwest de- trash. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we definitely have a... Uh, we, we definitely have a style. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alex, please... Uh, Please plug your stuff before we uh, wrap it up here. We, uh, you know, you can find Alex places, but Alex, <laughs> why don't you uh, tell tell us where uh, the people can find you and uh, plug whatever else you want to plug. Uh, yeah, the best of those places to find me at would be uh, YouTube. My channel is just called Star Wars Explained. And on Twitter, we are at Star Wars Explained without the ED because it was too long. <laughs> Uh, very cool. Uh, we do have some questions from some listeners that we can all answer uh, while we're all here. Uh, Diana asks, and, uh, uh, these questions came over from our, uh, Tashi station, Patreon, uh, Slack channel. Uh, again, and, uh, I feel dirty for plugging this, but at the $1 level, you can get in at the top, you can get in at the reward tier that gives you the access to the Tashi Station Patreon, uh, which is where we source all sorts of stuff for this show and other shows on our network. Uh, but uh, Diana from the Patreon asks, uh, what is, what's our favorite fruit beers? It's mm. a really hard question. It, it is. I don't drink a lot of fruit beer. <laughs> I, I, I don't because as we've established several times, uh, you and I are both uh, Pacific Northwest IPA trash. <laughs> 
Yes. My favorite fruit beer is a uh, Pacific Northwest Pinot Noir. It's called wine. Yeah, I don't really think I have a well, you know what? I will uh I'll take a, a sort of cop out and I'll split the difference. Um ten barrel, which people in the Pacific Northwest have a very mixed opinion on because they got bought out by big liquor, quote quote. Um they still actually make re- really good beer. Um and uh despite not wanting to like them as much anymore i still really like them because i think they do a great job um but they do a raspberry crush sour that is delicious um and that is one of my favorite things to drink kind of like in this transitional season between summer and fall Ooh, that does sound good uh a bunch of our uh, questions actually came from diana uh who uh, thanks, Diana, for listening. We appreciate uh, the the support on this show. Uh, how excited are we all for hockey season? Do any of us watch hockey? I have friends li- that love it. <laughs> you should you should get into hockey just because you're like in Atlanta and you guys don't have a team anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> the what were they? The Preds? Uh, right? The Thrashers. Thrashers. Oh my God! I'm wow! I'm. God forbid my friend from Atlanta listens to this. He's going to kill me because um, he wears a Thrasher's hat all the time. Um, and he's been up. Uh, he's been up to see them wherever they are in bum fuck Canada now. Um, but uh, I don't care that much. But the person I live with certainly does. My partner's Canadian. So that's he will care. A lot. Uh, I love I love watching my friends watch hockey. <laughs> yeah, it's a very entertaining game, I would say. It, it I, I I feel like it's come a long way since the HGTV came. <laughs> I, I see the puck now. <laughs> I'm waiting for Seattle to get an expansion team. Then I'll go all in. Yo, Seattle should get an expansion team. It It's kind of crazy that Seattle hasn't doesn't have a team yet. Well, it's more insane that you guys don't have an NBA team. I didn't. We talked about that. Catch previous episodes where me and Brian get angry about Seattle's lack of NBA team. <laughs> F you, David Stern. Fucking <laughs> trash. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Damn it. <laughs> so yes, yes and no, Diana. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. On a scale of one to ten, how terrifying is the new Philadelphia's Flyers mascot? And I've only seen <laughs> that on Twitter today. I haven't seen it. What is going on? I feel like I should. My So, like, my parents are all huge Philly. My parents are partial season ticket holders for the Flyers. They actually, like, love, love the Flyers. Um, now I need to look this up. Uh, I'm, you, guys, you guys talk me. about it, yeah. <laughs> it kind of reminded me of Izzy, the Atlanta 96 Olympics mascot, which was also just like this weird (laughs) creature. It was no animal. It was just some thing that someone dreamt up in a nightmare. And I don't know. I don't know who okayed this. Okay, there are there are no. They're trying to make it like the fanatic. Uh But like nothing will ever be like the fanatic. They're calling it gritty. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. Don't, also, don't tr- it's horrifying. Don't try and replicate the Philly fanatic. I mean, no one wins when you try to do that. I mean, I love the, I no shade. I love the Philly fanatic, and I also just like love that he's green, even though green isn't any of the Phillies' colors. Like, I think that just makes him okay. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I love the Philly fanatic. That is not the Philly fanatic, and I do do not approve of it. <laughs> yes. That, uh, no, just <laughs> no. So how terrifying is it? An 11. From a scale yeah, of 1 to yeah. 10, it's an 11. It's a, it, I think, yeah, it's, a, it's like, it's, it looks somehow weirder than the Fanatic, so I'm going 12, I don't like it, I'm very unsettled. <laughs> I don't like that it has a helmet. I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you, are you crashing into something? Please don't play hockey. You're oh, horrifying. Yeah, terrible. Uh, okay, and this one's super open-ended. Uh, Nancy asks, Biggs and Luke headcanons, what are yours? Alex? Oh, God. <laughs> Fucking Nancy. <laughs> we love uh, you. <laughs> I mean, and, and what and what kind of headcanons are she looking for? I mean, <laughs> it's a very open-ended Any. question. <laughs> I mean, I, I... exact kind she's looking for. I, I just have, you know, dreams of them off on Tatooine as kids, doing kid things, messing with crate dragons, getting into trouble. Aww. Shooting womp rats. Yeah, I mean that's kind of serial killery, but. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I mean, Alex, you, you, you do have to explain. We just did a whole Bigs beer here. Sure. What, what's your draw to Bigs? Uh, he, he's kind of a representation to me of my like just how I got drawn into Star Wars because when I first saw it, you'd like. Kind of I, I just was automatically attached to all the pilots, uh, but then you would start exploring kind of the behind the scenes things. And I was seeing these pictures of Luke on Tatooine with Biggs. And I was like, hold on a second. That's that guy from the end with the mustache. And then I was like, oh, it's that guy is Luke's best friend from Tatooine. And why didn't we hear more about him in the movie? And this was before, you know, deleted scenes were a thing. It was back before DVDs existed. And the only way to see the deleted scene was on like this CD-ROM that you had to unlock. <laughs> and I went through all of this oh work God, to figure the, it out and find this scene so I could actually watch Biggs and Luke together. And then I, the scene isn't even very good. And it was kind of a letdown. But <laughs> that was kind of the introduction to me for how everyone in Star Wars has a story. And... I, he just kind of stuck with me all these years and then I named my dog Biggs and then Aww. I just it, to a degree it was kind of a joke but now it's a joke that's become true so I, I, I'm just rolling with it I have like a little shrine to Biggs on one of my bookcases because it's super easy to collect for like a smaller character because it's like one afternoon on Amazon and you got everything that was ever made for Biggs so <laughs> that that's another pro Pro tip: Just I make your favorite it. character like someone smaller. Oh my god! I, and must and mustachioed. <laughs> He's yes. one of the few mustachioed folk in in the <laughs> Star Wars that we know of. Um, just for my friends, this is a total, and for me as well. Tell us about your dog for you know twenty five seconds. Uh, he he actually passed away last year, uh, no. but he, he was a wonderful, loving beagle. Uh, that I had for 10 or so years, and he was a goofball that ate too much. For a while, I nicknamed him Porkins, but we put him on a diet, <laughs> and he came back to uh, being a healthy level. Uh, but he was he was wonderful. 
Oh, he sounds wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring up bad (laughs) memories, but what a, what a, what a perfect angel baby sounds like. (laughs) Okay. So you are a a fan of pilots in the star Wars universe. Uh, uh, were you someone else who was, uh, eyeballs deep into the X-wing books? Yes. Oh my God. I love those books. I do too. They are probably my favorite star Wars book series, period. I the uh, the Aaron Alston books in particular, um, I've never read anything that is capable of making me laugh hysterically one minute mm-hmm. and reduce me to a sobbing, blubbery mess the next. Yeah. Ugh. Amazing. I, uh, I'm going to have to put them on my on my list for uh, Legends books to read. Oh, you absolutely have to. Uh, they're so that, good. It's the thing that I've always point to where I'm like, I feel like the new canon is just falling down a little bit and that the books don't have anything like that. They don't have their own stories. And I, I want them to come back and like, just do another X-Wings like yeah. Phantom Squadron. Do it. I don't care. Like, like you, you they, they set it up in the Aftermath books. Just yeah, follow you, through. You almost got there with Aftermath. And God, I wish they would give Chuck like a three book deal. To do a Phantom Squadron series, like you said. Yeah. And just put Wedge at the forefront, gather up a whole band of misfits, and write a great uh, military sci-fi series with a bunch of crazy hijinks. Agreed. Oh, hell yeah. Um, and sh- shameless plug for uh, another Toshi Station um, podcast because I think they did a shameless plug for us today on their Instagram. Um, but Book Wars Pod, I co-host full disclosure, but um, we are actually finishing up Aftermath Life Debt right now, so we'll uh we'll do the third book in the Aftermath trilogy, kind of in the beginning of 2019. Um, but we are slowly making our way through the Aftermath series with other things in between. Um, but we are really loving the Aftermath books right now. So like, yes, please give Chuck just like a trilogy of trash pilots. Oh my, a trilogy of trash pilots by Chuck Wendig. I am here for it. I, I will take it. Uh, I, I do have to ask though, now that you all, you all are reading Life Debt, Bearded Han, yes or no? (laughs) Um, I'm always pro beard. So, yes. Doesn't mean I'm not disgusted by it, but I am, yes. (laughs) I remember being like, I'm not sure about this. And then when I played the Battlefront 2 game and bearded Han was in there, I was just, regardless of how I felt about Han having a beard, I was just excited that they updated the model to fit Aftermath. Right? Hell yeah. (laughs) It was so great. (laughs) Look at that continuity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we lost so many other things, but also we gained bearded Han. <laughs> uh, so good. Um, <laughs> crap. Back to the original question. Biggs and Luke had cannons. <laughs> um, I I believe, and I I truly believe that they were both like T sixteen tuners. On Tatooine, and they were just modifying Skyhoppers to their life's content, and they were uh, they were just street racing them uh, American graffiti style. I like that. I mean, they were basically racing them anyway. So yeah, right. I, I like that they tuned them up. I, I the the thing about Biggs is he was supposed to be like richer and stuff, but yeah, I like the idea that he would get his hands dirty. I mean, he, he definitely richer, but uh, how do you think Luke got his hands on parts 
for yeah, his skyhopper. It, it was totally Biggs that was helping him out there. How there, about, I like that headcanon too. <laughs> how about you, Keeks? Any uh, Biggs and Luke headcanons? Uh, yeah, I don't have. I uh, no, nope, <laughs> not. I just, I just love that Biggs has just one of the best gross mustaches slash one of the only mustaches, <laughs> and you know, I hope that makes Luke look up to him. Uh, but Luke, Luke should never ever grow a mustache. It just no, no, he would not absolutely work. should not. He, he, it's, it's barely. He's barely passable with a beard. He, as he, it is. he could do a beard if he puts his th- effort into it, but. Mustache. No. <laughs> Sorry, Luke, but no. Yeah, I'm glad we didn't get to see Luke growing the beard out. That would have really ruined <laughs> things for me. <laughs> okay, last question. Uh, pumpkin beers, yes or no? Because yes. this may have something to do with next month's episode. <laughs> I like them too. Pumpkin beers Ooh. are great. Uh, I know they get a bad rap uh, just because pumpkin spice anything gets a bad rap. Uh, but, uh, they're great and you should enjoy them. Uh, I actually had a great one uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, Keeks, have you had, uh, Elysian's, uh, Pumpkin Night Owl? I have. I love it. Uh, it's so good. So good. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, I like pumpkin it's a, little, a lot. It's a little sweet for me. I like, I like them a little bit bigger, a little bit bolder. Yeah. But it is just like it, that's like drinking pumpkin pie to me oh yeah i mean it's it is pure pumpkin pie goodness like it's i like so good i like pumpkin a lot but pumpkin sits a little heavy elysian sits a little less heavy uh mm-hmm. but delivers a lot of the same good flavor yeah it's it's absolutely one of my faves from especially from this part of the country if i were to were to guess we talked uh, a bit more i think we did our uh, our unofficial pumpkin beer preview last month. So if you want to check out last month's episode, we also go on a pumpkin beer tangent. But I think uh, this is a little pre-preview for next month when it's going to be spooky October and we're going to be talking about pumpkin beers. Yeah. Uh, Alex, any favorite pumpkin beers for you? Uh, not. I, I don't have any off the top of my head. Um. I have a weird relationship with stuff like that because I actually don't have a sense of smell. So sometimes my sense of taste doesn't pick up on it. Mm. So there are like every time I try a pumpkin beer, it's kind of hit or miss on whether or not I'm even going to taste the pumpkin. Ah, gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Well, that does it for our questions. Uh, Alex, one last time, go ahead and plug uh, your stuff here. Sure. Our YouTube channel is called Star Wars Explained, and you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram and all those other things. Just just search for Star Wars Explained and we'll pop up. Excellent. Uh, Keeks, uh, you guys, you have anything coming up with uh, Book Wars Pod or yourself? Um, n- no, I pre-plugged it, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're finishing up uh, Aftermath Life Debt right now. Uh, Chris and Kate are going to kill me because I'm not remembering what our next book is. Um, but, you know, you can check at Book Wars Pod. Um, I'm at It's Keeks, I-T-S-K-E-E-K-S. I tweet about Star Wars, sports and politics, just the worst things in the world. So and beer. <laughs> so, you know, it's it, it's like this podcast, only like I add politics to it to make it just totally unpalatable. <laughs> just like Twitter as a whole. <laughs> yeah just like uh don't follow me it will make your life worse great <laughs> just like everyone on twitter 
Oh dear. Um, okay, uh, I've got a new kanji cast coming up with uh, Bria and Jay. We're recording that tomorrow. I'm doing another t- a, a new TSR with Nancy on Wednesday, and then we'll have another TSR on the weekend. Uh, so look forward to all of that this week. Uh, I think that's it for me. We've got a new up Dyson Droids that'll be coming up within the next week or two, so stay tuned for that. Uh, yeah, so that's what we're up to. Hey, Alex, thank you so much for uh, coming on today. I'm really looking forward to getting this uh, Biggs beer uh, ordered up and brewed here. Oh, thanks for having me. I can't wait to hear how it tastes. Absolutely. Uh, Keeks, at some point, we got to get season, your man. I'm very excited. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. There's added complications, which I will talk to you about off pod about getting a house. So. Oh, no! <laughs> But yes, uh, I know I need to get my Pico together and I need to start brewing some stuff. You're, you're going to have so much fun and I can't wait for you to start brewing. For sure. I can't wait to start brewing. It's a perfect thing for me to do in the winter instead of working out or going out of the house. Just, just stay inside and brew <laughs> beer. It's it's a perfectly fine and acceptable thing to do. That's why I live in the Pacific Northwest still, you know? <laughs> Don't want to look at you funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, this episode of the Tashi Station Brewhouse is brought to you in part by uh, you, our Patreon subscribers. That's patreon.com slash Tashi Station. Uh, $1 level gets you into our uh, Patreon exclusive Slack feed, which uh, we use to source all sorts of stuff for this show and our other shows on the network. Uh, so, yeah support the show there uh we'd really appreciate it because our hosting fees have gone up a little bit and we could use any help we can get uh you can find this show on the tashi station radio mega feed as well as the dedicated tashi station brew house feed uh if you like what you hear please do leave a review that does help us uh grow the show and get uh get it out there to f- get it out there folks to listen to us you can find us on twitter with um at ts brew house at Tashi Station, that's the that's the uh, network feed. Uh, I'm Lane Winry, L-A-N-E-W-I-N-R-E-E. Thanks again for listening to this episode of The Brew House. We will catch you all next time, and I swear next time, we're really going to have Heath on to do a Zuvio beer. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Maybe that'll be a running joke. <laughs> just he, never have Heath he's on. Never, he's never going to come on. To we're we're going to record it, and it's just going to go onto the cutting room floor. Just... <laughs> that that's how it's gonna work. <laughs> All right. So long folks. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.